Sunday morning, windows open, fan on, it's suddenly summer here, it's 10.30, so I'm sleepless, restless, not 10.30 because I got up and went to Mass this morning. Continuing through Ezekiel, starting at chapter 27, this week and next week looks like will be the end of Ezekiel. And then we'll start Daniel. We're getting close to the end of the Old Testament. Going to try and convince someone to read the missing Psalms with me. And then uh, maybe take a couple weeks off as a little break. And then we'll go from there, but we're not. We're not so close, we need to be making plans. Yeah, still like six weeks away, probably. I do this record keeping just for compulsion reasons. (laughs) I don't think anyone is following along at home. So, whatever. Hopefully you are. And if you're not, I'm following along for you. Chapter 27, A Lament for Tyre, which follows... Chapter 26 from last week, A Prophecy Against Tyre. Ezekiel chapter 27. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, take up a lament concerning Tyre. Say to Tyre, situated at the gateway to the sea, merchant of peoples on many coasts, this is what the sovereign Lord says. You say, O Tyre, I am perfect in beauty. Your domain was on the high seas. Your builders brought your beauty to perfection. They made all your timbers of pine trees from Sinir. They took a cedar from Lebanon to make a mast for you. Of oaks from Bashan, they made your oars of cypress wood from the coasts of Cyprus. They made your deck inlaid with ivory. Fine embroidered linen from Egypt was your sail and served as your banner. Your awnings were of blue and purple from the coasts of Elisha. Men of Sidon and Arvad were your oarsmen. Your skilled men, O Tyre, were aboard as your seamen. Veteran craftsmen of Gabal were on board as shipwrights to caulk, to caulk your seams. <clears throat> All the ships of the sea and their sailors came alongside to trade for your wares. Men of Persia, Lydia, and Put served as soldiers in your army. They hung their shields and helmets on your walls, bringing you splendor. Men of Arvad and Halek manned your walls on every side. Men of Gamad were in your towers. They hung their shields around your walls. They brought your beauty to perfection. Tarshish did business with you because of your great wealth of goods. They exchanged silver, iron, tin, and lead for your merchandise. Greece, Tubal, and Meshech traded with you. They exchanged slaves and articles of bronze for your wares. Men of Beth, Torgamah, exchanged workhorses, war horses, and mules for your merchandise. The men of Rhodes traded with you, and many coastlands with your cus- were your customers. They paid you with ivory tusks and ebony. 
Aram did business with you because of your many products. They exchanged turquoise, purple fabric, embroidered work, fine linen, coral, and rubies for your merchandise. Judah and Israel traded with you. They exchanged wheat from Minneth and confections, honey, oil, and balm for your wares. Damascus, because of your many products and great wealth of goods, did business with you in wine from Helban and wood from Zahar. Danites and Greeks from Uzal brought your, bought your merchandise. They exchanged wrought iron, cassia, and calamus for your wares. Dedan traded in saddle blankets with you. Arabia and all the princes of Qadar were your customers. They did business with you in lambs, rams, and goats. The merchants of Sheba and Ramah traded with you and your merchandise traded with you. For your merchandise they exchanged the finest of all kinds of spices and precious stones and gold. Haran, Kaneh, and Eden, and merchants of Sheba, Ashur, and Kilmud traded with you. In your marketplace they traded with you beautiful garments, blue fabric, embroidered work, and multicolored rugs with cords twisted and tightly knotted. The ships of Tarshish serve as carriers for your wares. We are filled with heavy cargo in the heart of the sea. Your oarsmen take you out to the high seas, but the east wind will break you to pieces in the heart of the sea. Your wealth, merchandise, and wares, your mariners, seamen, and shipwrights, your merchants, and all your soldiers, and everyone else on board will sink into the heart of the sea on the day of your shipwreck. The shorelands will quake when your seamen cry out. All the um, all who handle the oars will abandon their ships. The mariners and all the seamen will stand on the shore. They will raise their voice and cry bitterly over you. They will sprinkle dust on their heads and roll in ashes. They will shave their heads because of you and will put on sackcloth. They will weep over you with anguish of soul and with bitter mourning. And they wail and mourn over you. They will take up a lament concerning you. Who was ever silenced like Tyre, surrounded by the sea? When your merchandise went out on the seas, you satisfied many nations with your great wealth and your wares. You enriched the kings of the earth. Now you are shattered by the sea and the depths of the waters. Your wares and all your company have gone down with you. All who live in the coastlands are appalled at you. Their kings shudder with horror and their faces are distorted with fear. The merchants among the nations hiss at you. You have come to a horrible end and will be no more. Chapter 28 Prophecy Against the King of Tyre the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, say to the ruler of Tyre, this is what the sovereign Lord says. In the pride of your heart, you say, I am a God. I sit on the throne of a God in the heart of the seas, but you are a man and not a God. Though you think you are as wise as a God, are you wiser than Daniel? Is no secret hidden from you? But your wisdom and understanding, you have gained wealth for yourself and amassed gold and silver in your treasuries. By your great skill in trading, you have increased your wealth, and because of your wealth, your heart has grown proud. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because you think you are wise, as wise as a god, I am going to bring foreigners against you, the most ruthless of nations. They will draw their swords against your beauty and wisdom and pierce your shining splendor. They will bring you down to the pit, and you will die a violent death in the heart of the seas. Will you then say, I am a god in the presence of those who kill you? 
You will be but a man, not a God, in the hands of those who slay you. You will die the death of the uncircumcised at the hands of foreigners. I have spoken, declares the Sovereign Lord. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, take up a lament concerning the king of Tyre and say to him, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. You were the model of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone adorned you, ruby, topaz, and emerald, chrysolite, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and beryl. Your settings and mountings were made of gold. On the day you were created, they were prepared. You were anointed as a guardian cherub, for so I ordained you. You were on the holy mount of God. You walked among the fiery stones. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created till wickedness was found in you. Through your widespread trade, you were filled with violence and you sinned. So I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God and I expelled you, O guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. Your heart became proud on account of your beauty and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth. I made a spectacle of you before kings. By your many sins and dishonest trade, you have desecrated your sanctuaries. So I made a fire come out from you, and it consumed you. And I reduced you to ashes on the ground in the sight of all who were watching. All the nations who knew you are appalled at you. You have come to a horrible end and will be no more. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, set your face against Sidon, prophecy against her, and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against you, O Sidon, and I will gain glory with you. They will know that I am the Lord when I inflict punishment on her and show myself holy within her. I will send a plague upon her and make blood flow in the streets. The slain will fall within her with the sword against her on every side. Then they will know that I am the Lord. No longer will the people of Israel have malice neighbors who are painful briars and sharp thorns. They will know that I am the sovereign Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says when I gather the people of Israel from the nations where they have been scattered. I will show myself holy among them in the sight of the nations. They will live in their own land, which I give to my servant Jacob. They will live there in safety and will build houses and plant vineyards. They will live in safety when I afflict punishment on all their neighbors who maligned them. Then they will know that I am the Lord their God. Chapter 29 In the tenth year, in the tenth month, on the twelfth day, the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, set your face against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and prophecy against him and against all Egypt. Speak to him and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am against you, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, you great monster lying among your streams. You say, The Nile is mine. I made it for myself. But I will put hooks in your jaws and make the fish of your streams stick to your scales. I will pull you out from among your streams with all the fish sticking to your scales. I will leave you in the desert, you and all the fish of your streams. You will fall in the open field and not be gathered or picked up. I will give you as food to the beasts of the earth and the birds of the air. Then all who live in Egypt will know that I am the Lord. 
You have been a staff of reed for the house of Israel. When they grasped you with their hands, you splintered, and you tore open their shoulders. When they leaned on you, you broke, and their backs were wrenched. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I will bring a sword against you and kill your men and their animals. Egypt will become a a desolate wasteland. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Because you said the Nile is mine, I made it. Therefore, I am against you and against your streams, and I will make the land of Egypt a ruin and a desolate waste from Migdol to Aswan, as far as the border of Cush. No foot of man or animal will pass through it. No one will live there for forty years. I will make the land of Egypt desolate among devastated lands, and her cities will lie desolate forty years among ruined cities." And I will disperse the Egyptians among the nations and scatter them through the countries. Yet this is what the Sovereign Lord says. At the end of forty years, I will gather the Egyptians from the nations where they are scattered. I will bring them back from captivity and return them to Upper Egypt, the land of their ancestry. There they will be a lowly kingdom. It will be the lowliest of kingdoms, and I will never again exalt myself above the other nations. I will make it so weak that it will never again rule over the nations. Egypt will no longer be a source of confidence for the people of Israel, but will be a reminder of their sins in turning to her for help. Then they will know that I am the Sovereign Lord. In the twenty-seventh year, in the first month, on the first day, the the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, drove his army in a hard campaign against Tyre. Every head was rubbed bare and every shoulder made raw. Yet he and his army got no reward for the campaign he led against Tyre. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I'm going to give Egypt to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he will carry off its wealth. He will loot and plunder the land as pay for his army. I have given him Egypt as a reward for his efforts, because he and his army did it for me, declares the Sovereign Lord. On that day I will make a horn grow for the house of Israel, and I will open your mouth among them. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Between chapter 9, well, the beginning and the end of chapter 9, 17 years pass. And I wonder what Ezekiel's life was like in those days. I wonder if the Lord came to him in his sleep. I wonder if he was taken by surprise. I wonder if he wondered when it would be over. I wonder about the man more than I wonder about the prophet in the same way I wonder about Jesus as a character. The way I wonder about Moses as a leader What did these men feel? Did they relish this gift? Did they plan their lives around it? Did they wait in patient silence for the voice of the Lord to fill their hearts and fill their minds and guide them and direct them? What did Ezekiel's wife look like? What was their love like? Did they have children? These are the questions that I have. Roots of my curiosity. How old was Ezekiel when this all started? 17 years is a long time. 
and he couldn't change. He had to wait. In chapter one, it is the 30th year. In chapter one, two, it was the fifth year. That's 22 years. 25 years. That's a... In in those days, that's a whole life. That's half a life. In these days, it feels like a whole life. Now I've gone and made myself upset to be so moved by the prophets. The Lord's chosen those who speak for him and on his behalf how does he choose how does he choose them do they ever resent the burden the Lord has put on them chapter 30 the word of the Lord came to me son of man prophecy and say this is what the sovereign Lord says wail and say alas for that day for the day is near the day of the Lord is near a day of clouds a time of doom for the nations a sword will come against Egypt and anguish will come upon Cush when the slain fall in Egypt her wealth will be carried away and her and her foundations torn down Cush and Put, Lydia and all Arabia, Libya and the people of the covenant land will fall by the sword along with Egypt. This is what the Lord says. The allies of Egypt will fall and her proud strength will fail. From Migdal to Aswan, they will fall by the sword within her, declares the sovereign Lord. They will be desolate among desolate lands and their cities will lie among ruined cities then they will know that i am the lord when i set fire to egypt and all her helpers were crushed on that day messengers will go out from me in ships to frighten cush out of her uh, complacency anguish will take hold of them on the day of egypt's doom for it is sure to come this is what the sovereign lord says I will put an end to the hordes of Egypt by the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. He and his army, the most ruthless of nations, will be brought in to destroy the land. They will draw their swords against Egypt and will fill the land with slain. I will draw dry up the streams of the Nile and sell the land to evil men. By the hands of foreigners, I will lay waste the land and everything in it. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will destroy the idols and put an end to the images in Memphis. No longer will there be a prince in Egypt, and I will spread fear throughout the land. I will lay waste Upper Egypt, set fire to Zoan, and inflict punishment on Thebes. I will pour out my wrath on Pelusium, the stronghold of Egypt, and cut off the hordes of Thebes. I will set fire to Egypt. Pelusium will writhe in agony. Thebes will be taken by storm. Memphis will be in constant distress. The young men of Heliop- Heliopolis and Bubastis 
will fall by the sword, and the cities themselves will go into captivity. Dark will be the day at Tapanes, when I break the yoke of Egypt. There her proud strength will come to an end. She will be covered with clouds, and her villages will go into captivity. So I will inflict punishment on Egypt, and they will know that I am the Lord. In the eleventh month, in the first month of the seventh, in the eleventh year, in the first month, on the seventh day, the Lord, the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, I have broken the arm of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. It has not been bound up for healing or put in a splint so as to become strong enough to hold a sword. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am against Pharaoh, king of Egypt. I will break both his arms, the good arm as well as the broken one, and make the sword fall from his hand. I will disperse the Egyptians among the nations and scatter them throughout the countries. I will strengthen the arms of the king of Babylon and put my sword in his hand, but I will break the arms of Pharaoh, and he will groan before him like a mortally wounded man. I will strengthen the arms of the king of Babylon, but the arms of Pharaoh will fall limp. Then they will know that I am the Lord when I put my sword into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he brandishes it against Egypt. I will disperse the Egyptians among the nations and scatter them through the countries. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Chapter 31 A Cedar in Lebanon In the eleventh year, in the third month, on the first day, the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, say to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to his hordes, who can be compared with you in majesty? Consider Assyria, once a cedar in Lebanon, with beautiful branches overshadowing the forest. It towered on high, its top above the thick foliage. The waters nourished it. Deep springs made it grow tall. Their streams flowed all around its base and sent their channels to all the trees of the field. So it towered higher than all the trees of the field. Its boughs increased and its branches grew long, spreading because of abundant waters. All the birds of the air nested in its burrows. All the beasts of the field gave birth under its branches. All the great nations lived in its shade. It was majestic in beauty with its spreading boughs, for its roots went down to abundant waters. The cedar in the garden of God could not rival it, nor could the pine trees equal its boughs, nor could the plane trees compare with its branches. No tree in the garden of God could match its beauty. I made it beautiful with abundant branches, the envy of all the trees of Eden in the garden of God. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, because it towered on high, lifting its top above the thick foliage, and because it was proud of its height, I handed it over to the ruler of nations for him to deal with according to its wickedness. I cast it aside, and the most ruthless of foreign nations cut it down and left it. Its boughs fell on the mountains and in all the valleys. Its branches lay broken in all the ravines of the land. All the nations of the earth came out from under its shade and left it. All the birds of the air settled on the fallen tree, and the beasts of the field were among its branches. Therefore no other trees by the waters were ever to tower proudly on high, lifting their tops above the thick foliage. No other trees so well watered are ever to reach such a height. They are all destined for death, for the earth below among mortal men, for those who go down to the pit." 
This is what the Sovereign Lord says. On the day it was brought down to the grave, I covered the deep springs with mourning for it. I held back its streams and its abundant water, and its abundant waters were restrained. Because of it, I clothed Lebanon with gloom and all the trees of the field withered away. I made the nations tremble at the sound of its fall when I brought it down to the grave with those who go down to the pit. Then all the trees of Eden, the choicest and best of Lebanon, all the trees that were well watered, were consoled in the earth below. Those who lived in its shade, its allies among the nations, had also gone down to the grave with it, joining those killed with the sword. Which of the trees of Eden can be compared with you in splendor and majesty? Yet you, too, will be brought down with the trees of Eden to the earth below. You will lie among the uncircumcised with those killed by the sword. This is Pharaoh and all his hordes, declares the Sovereign Lord. A Lament for Pharaoh, Chapter 32 In the twelfth year, in the twelfth month, on the first day, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, take up a lament concerning Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and say to him, You are like a lion among the nations. You are like a monster in the seas, thrashing about in your streams, churning the water with your feet and muddying the streams. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. With a great throng of people, I will cast my net over you, and they will haul you up in my net. I will throw you on the land and hurl you on the open field. I will let all the birds of the air settle on you and all the beasts of the earth gorge themselves on you. I will spread your flesh on the mountains and fill the valleys with your remains. I will drench the land with your flowing blood all the way to the mountains and the ravines will be filled with your flesh. When I snuff you out, I will cover the heavens and darken your stars. I will cover the sun with a cloud, and the moon will not give its light. All the shining lights in heaven I will darken over you. I will bring darkness over your land, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will trouble the hearts of many peoples when I bring about your destruction among the nations. Among lands you have not known. I will cause many people to be appalled at you, and their kings will shudder with horror because of you. When I brandish my sword before them, on the day of your downfall, each of them will tremble every moment for his life. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, The sword of the king of Babylon will come against you. I will cause your hordes to fall by the swords of mighty men. The most ruthless of all nations, they will shatter the pride of Egypt, and all her hordes will be overthrown. I will destroy all her cattle from beside abundant waters, no longer to be stirred by the foot of man or muddied by the hoofs of cattle. Then I will let her water settle and make her streams flow like oil, declares the Sovereign Lord. This is the lament they will chant for her. The daughters of the nations will chant for it. For Egypt and all her hordes they will chant it, declares the Sovereign Lord. In the twelfth year, on the fifteenth day of the month, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, wail for the hordes of Egypt, and co-sign to the earth below both her and the daughters of mighty nations with those who go down to the pit. 
Say to them, Are you more favored than others? Go down and be laid among the uncircumcised. They will fall among those killed by the sword. The sword is drawn. Let her be dragged off with all her hordes from within the grave. Um, from within the grave, the mighty leaders will say of Egypt and her allies, they have come down and they lie with the uncircumcised, with those killed by the sword. Assyria is there with her whole army. She is surrounded by the graves of all her slain, all who, f uh, who have fallen by the sword. Their graves are in the depths of the pit, and her army lies around her grave. All who had spread terror in the land of the living are slain, fallen by the sword." Elam is there with all her hordes around her grave. All of them are slain, fallen by the sword. All who had spread terror in the land of the living went down uncircumcised to the earth below. They bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. A bed is made for her among the slain with all her hordes around her grave. All of them are uncircumcised, killed by the sword. Because their terror had spread in the land of the living, they bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. They are laid among the slain. Meshach and Tubal are there, with all their hordes around their graves. All of them are uncircumcised, killed by the sword because they spread their terror in the land of the living. Do they not lie with the other uncircumcised warriors who have fallen, who went down to the grave with their weapons of war, whose swords are placed, whose swords were placed under their heads? The punishment for their sins rested on their bones, though the terror of these warriors had stalked through the land of the living. You too, O Pharaoh, will be broken and will lie among the uncircumcised with those killed by the sword. Edom is there, her kings and all her princes, despite their power. They are laid with those killed by the sword. They lie with the uncircumcised, with those who go down to the pit. All the princes of the north and all the Sidonians are there. They went down with the slain in disgrace, despite the terror caused by their power. They lie uncircumcised with those killed by the sword and bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. Pharaoh, he and all his army, will see them, and he will be consoled for all his hordes that were killed by the sword, declares the Sovereign Lord. Pharaoh, he and his army, will see them, and he will be consoled for all his hordes that were killed by the sword, declares the Sovereign Lord. Although I had him spread terror in the land of the living, Pharaoh and all his hordes will be laid among the uncircumcised with those killed by the sword, declares the Sovereign Lord. Chapter 33 The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man. Speak to your countrymen and say to them, When I bring the sword against a land, and the people of the land choose one of their men and make him their watchman, and he sees the sword coming against the land and blows the trumpet to warn the people. Then if anyone hears the trumpet, but does not take warning, and the sword comes and take, takes his life, his blood will be on his own head. Since he heard the sound of the trumpet, but he did not take warning, the blood will be on his own head. If he had taken warning, he would have saved himself. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet to warn the people, and the sword comes and takes the life of one of them, that man will be taken away because of his sin. But I will hold the watchman accountable for his blood. Chapter 
Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel, so hear the word I speak, and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you will surely die, and you do not speak out to dissuade him from his ways, that wicked man will die for his sin, and I will hold you accountable for his blood. But if you do warn the wicked man to turn from his ways, and he does not do so, he will die for his sin, but you will have saved yourself. Son of man, son of man, say to the house of Israel, this is what you are saying. Our offenses and sins weigh us down, and we are wasting away because of them. How then can we live? Say to them, As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that they turn from their ways and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways. Why will you die, O house of Israel? Therefore, son of man, say to your countrymen, The righteousness of the righteous man will not save him when he disobeys, and the wickedness of the wicked man will not cause him to fall when he turns from it. The righteous man, if he sins, will not be allowed to live because of his former righteousness. If I tell the righteous man that he will surely live, but then he trusts in his righteousness and does evil, none of the righteous things he has done will be remembered. He will die for the evil he has done. And if I say to the wicked man, you will surely die, but he then turns away from his sin and does what is just and right. If he gives back what he took in pledge for a loan, returns what he has stolen, follows the decrees that give life, and does no evil, he will surely live. He will not die. None of the sins he has committed will be remembered against him. He has done what is just and right. He will surely live. Yet your countrymen say, The way of the Lord is not just, but it is their way that is not just. If a righteous man turns from his righteousness and does evil, he will die for it. And if a wicked man turns away from his wickedness and does what is just and right, he will live by doing so. Yet, O house of Israel, you say, The way of the Lord is not just, but I will judge each of you according to his own ways. In the twenty, in the twelfth year of our exile, in the tenth month, the fifth day, a man who had escaped from Jerusalem came to me and said, The city has fallen. Now the evening before the man arrived, the hand of the Lord was upon me, and he opened my mouth before the man came to me in the morning. So my mouth was opened, and I was no longer silent. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, the people living in those ruins in the land of Israel are saying Abraham was only one man, yet he possessed the land. But we are many. Surely the land has been given to us as our possession. Therefore say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Since you eat meat with the blood still in it, and look to your idols and shed blood, should you then possess the land? You rely on your sword, you do detestable things, and each of you defiles his neighbor's wife. Should you then possess the land? Say this to them. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. As surely as I live, those who are left in the ruins will fall by the sword. 
Those out in the country I will give to the wild animals to be devoured, and those in strongholds and caves will die of plague. I will make the land a desolate waste, and her proud strength will come to an end, and the mountains of Israel will become desolate, so that no one will cross them. Then they will know that I am the Lord, when I have made the land a desolate waste, because of all the detestable things they have done. As for you, son of man, your countrymen are talking together about you by the walls and at the door of the houses, saying to each other, Come and hear the message that has come from the Lord. My people come to you as they usually do, and sit before you to listen to your words, but they do not put them into practice. With their mouths they express devotion, but their hearts are greedy for unjust gain. Indeed, to them you are nothing more than one who sings love songs with a beautiful voice and plays an instrument well, for they hear your words but do not put them into practice. When all this comes true, and it surely will, then they will know that a prophet has been among them. Chapter 34 The word of the Lord came to me, son of man. Prophecy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophecy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to the shepherds of Israel who only take care of themselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, clothe yourselves with the wool, and slaughter the choice animals, but you do not take care of the flock. You have not strengthened the weak or healed the sick or bound up the injured. You have not brought back the strays or searched for the lost. You have ruled them harshly and brutally. So they were scattered because there was no shepherd. And when they were scattered, they became food for all the wild animals. My sheep wandered over all the mountains and on every hill. They were scattered over the whole earth and no one searched or looked for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, because my flock lacks a shepherd, and so has been plundered and become food for all the wild animals. And because my shepherds did not search for my flock, but cared for themselves rather than for my flock. Therefore, O shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against the shepherds and will hold them accountable for my flock. I will remove them from tending the flock so that the shepherds can no longer feed themselves. I will rescue my flock from their mouths, and it will no longer be food for them. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them, as a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so I will look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel, in the ravines and all the settlements in the land. I will tend... I will tend them in a good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. There they will lie down in good grazing land, and there they will feed in a rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy. 
I will shepherd the flock with justice. As for you, my flock, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I will judge between one sheep and another and between rams and goats. It is not enough for you to feed on the good pasture. Is it not enough for you to feed on the good pasture? Must you also trample the rest of your pasture with your feet? Is it not enough for you to drink clear water? Must you also muddy the rest with your feet? Must my flock feed on what you have trampled and drink what you have muddied with your feet? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says to them. See, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you shove with flank and shoulder, butting all the weak sheep with your horns until you have driven them away. I will save my flock and they will no longer be plundered. I will judge between one sheep and another. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them. He will tend them and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will make a covenant of peace with them and rid the land of wild beasts so that they may live in the desert and sleep in the forests in safety. I will bless them and the places surrounding my hill. I will send down showers in season there will be showers of blessing the trees of the field will yield their fruit and the ground will yield its crops the people will be secure in their land they will know that i am the lord when i break the bars of their yoke and rescue them from the hands of those who enslaved them they will no longer be plundered by the nations nor will wild animals devour them they will live in safety, and no one will make them afraid. I will provide for them a land renowned for its crops, and they will no longer be victims of famine in the land or bear the scorn of the nations. Then they will know that I, the Lord their God, am with them, and that they, <laughs> the house of Israel, are my people, declares the Sovereign Lord. You are my sheep, the sheep of my pasture, our people, and I am your God, declares the Sovereign Lord. Chapter 35 The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, set your face against Mount Seir, prophesize against it, and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, I am against you, Mount Seir, and I will stretch out my hand against you and make you a desolate waste. I will turn your towns into ruins, and you will be desolate. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Because you harbored an ancient hostility and delivered the Israelites over to the sword at the time of their calamity, the time their punishment reached its climax, therefore, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I will give you over to bloodshed, and it will pursue you. Since you do not hate bloodshed, bloodshed will pursue you. I will make Mount Seir a desolate waste and cut off from it all who come and go. I will fill your mountains with the slain. Those killed by the sword will fall under your hills and in your valleys and all your ravines. I will make you desolate forever. Your towns will not be inhabited. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Because you have said, these two nations and countries will be ours, and we will take possession of them, even though I, the Lord, was there. Therefore, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I will treat you in accordance with the anger and jealousy you showed in your hatred of them, and I will make myself known among them when I judge you. 
then you will know that I, the Lord, have heard all the contemptible things you have said against the mountains of Israel. You said they have been laid waste and have been given over to us to devour. You boasted against me and spoke against me without restraint, and I heard it. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. While the whole earth rejoices, I will make you desolate because you rejoiced when the inheritance of the house of Israel became desolate. That is how I will treat you. You will be desolate, O Mount Seir, you and all Edom. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Chapter 36 Son of man, prophesy to the mountains of Israel and say, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. The enemy said of you, Aha! The ancient heights have become our possession. Therefore prophesy and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, because they ravaged and hounded you from every side, so that you may became, so that you became the possession of the rest of the nations and the object of people's malicious talk and slander. Therefore, O mountains of O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Sovereign Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to the mountains and hills, to the ravines and valleys, to the desolate ruins and the deserted towns that have been plundered and ridiculed by the rest of the nations around you. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. In my burning zeal I have spoken against the rest of the nations and against all Edom, for with glee and with malice in their hearts they made my land their own possession, so that they might plunder its pasture land. Therefore, prophesy concerning the land of Israel, and say to the mountains and hills, to the ravines and valleys, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, I speak in my jealous wrath, because you have suffered the scorn of nations." the scorn of the nations. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I swear with uplifted hand that the nations around you will suffer scorn. But you, O mountains of Israel, will produce branches and fruit for my people Israel, for they will soon come home. I am concerned for you and will look on you with favor, and you will be plowed you will be plowed and sown, and I will multiply the number of people upon you, even the whole house of Israel. The towns will be inhabited, and the ruins rebuilt. I will increase the number of men and animals upon you, and they will be fruitful and become numerous. I will settle people on you as in the past, and will make you prosper more than before. Then you will know that I am the Lord." I will cause people, my people Israel, to walk upon you. They will possess you, and you will be their inheritance. You will never again deprive them of their children. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, because people say to you, you devour men and deprive your nation of its children. Therefore, you will no longer devour men or make your nation childless, declares the Sovereign Lord. No longer will I make you hear the taunts of the nations, and no longer will you suffer the scorn of the peoples or cause your nation to fall, declares the Sovereign Lord. Again, the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, when the people of Israel were living in their own land, they defiled it by their conduct and their actions. Their conduct was like a woman's monthly uncleanness in my sight. So I poured, so I poured my wrath out. I poured my wrath on them because they had shed blood in the land and because they had defiled it with their idols. 
I dispersed them among the nations, and they were scattered throughout the countries. I judged them according to their conduct and their actions, and wherever they went among the nations, they profaned my holy name. For it was said of them, These are the Lord's people, and yet they had to leave his land. I had concern for my holy name, which the house of Israel profaned among the nations where they had gone. Therefore say to the house of Israel, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, It is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am going to do these things, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations, where you have gone. I will show the holiness of my great name, which have which has been profaned among the nations. The name you have profaned among them. Then the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Sovereign Lord, when I show myself holy through you before their eyes. For I will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart. And put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and to be careful to keep my laws. You will live in the land I gave your forefathers. You will be my people, and I will be your God. I will save you from all your uncleanness. I will call for the grain and make it plentiful, and will not bring famine upon you. I will increase the fruit of the trees and the crops of the field so that you will no longer suffer disgrace among the nations because of famine. Then you will remember your evil ways and wicked deeds and you will loathe yourselves for your sins and detestable practices. I want to know that I am not doing this for your sake, declares the Sovereign Lord. Be ashamed and disgrace for your conduct, O house of Israel. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. On the day I cleanse you from all your sins, I will resettle your towns until the ruins will be rebuilt. The desolate land will be cultivated instead of lying desolate in the sight of all who pass through it. They will say this is the land that was laid waste and has become like the Garden of Eden, the cities that were lying in ruins desolate and destroyed are now fortified and inhabited then the nations around you that will remain will know that i the lord have rebuilt what was destroyed and have replanted what was desolate i the lord have spoken i the lord have spoken and i will do it this is what the sovereign lord says once again i will yield to the plea of the house of israel and to do this for them i will make their people as numerous as sheep as numerous as the flocks for offerings out to jerusalem during her appointed feasts, so will the ruined cities be filled with flocks of people. Then they will know that I am the Lord. So that concludes our reading today. That finished chapter 36. We'll finish Ezekiel next week and do David in completion the week after. And then from there, well, we already did this at the top, didn't we? Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting go and letting God. <laughs>